Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Matthew 14. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, pray that we would focus on Jesus, that we would look to Him in faith, that He would be the focus of our lives, that everything we do would be for Him, in His name, that we would be true servants, not looking at the things of this world, the physical things that would turn us away, but only on Jesus. Amen. At that time, Herod the Tetrarch heard the report about Jesus, and he said to his servants, This is John the Baptist. He has been raised from the dead, and for this reason miraculous powers are at work in him. For Herod, after arresting John, bound him and put him in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip, because John had been saying to him, It is not permitted for you to have her. And although he wanted to kill him, he feared the crowd because they looked up to him as a prophet. But when Herod's birthday celebration took place, the daughter of Herodias danced in the midst of them and pleased Herod. Therefore he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. And, coached by her mother, she said, Give me the head of John the Baptist here on a platter. And although the king was distressed because of his oaths and his dinner guests, he commanded the request to be granted. And he sent orders and had John beheaded in the prison. And his head was brought on a platter and given to the girl, and she brought it to her mother. And his disciples came and took away the corpse and buried it, and went and told Jesus. Now when Jesus heard it, he withdrew from there in a boat to an isolated place by himself. And when the crowds heard it, they followed him by land from the towns. And as he got out, he saw the large crowd and had compassion on them and healed their sick. Now, when it was evening, the disciples came to him, saying, The place is desolate, and the hour is late. Release the crowd so that they can go away into the villages and purchase food for themselves. But Jesus said to them, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. And they said to him, We do not have anything here except five loaves and two fish. So he said, Bring them here to me. And he commanded the crowds to recline for a meal on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks. And after breaking them, he gave the loaves to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they picked up what was left over of the broken pieces, twelve baskets full. Now those who ate were about five thousand men in addition to women and children. And immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he sent away the crowds. And after he sent away the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. So when evening came, he was there alone. But the boat was already many stadia distant from the land, being beaten by the waves because the wind was against it. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea, But the disciples, when they saw him walking on the sea, were terrified, saying, It is a ghost! And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Have courage, I am he. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. And getting out of the boat, Peter walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus extended his hand, caught him, and said to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? 
And when they got into the boat, the wind abated. So those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. And after they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret. And when the men of that place recognized him, they sent word into that whole surrounding region, and they brought to him all those who were sick. And they were imploring him that they might only touch the edge of his cloak, and all those who touched it were cured. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Our reading starts with Herod Antipas, who had a guilty conscience after killing John the Baptist. He really looks like a weak man here in this story, and I think that is true. He was controlled by sin, and in this case he has this guilty conscience from killing John the Baptist, and so when he hears of Jesus, he immediately thinks of John the Baptist. We read this story about Herod being weak in that he wants to kill John the Baptist because John the Baptist is preaching against him, telling him he shouldn't be taking his brother Philip's wife. But of course, he wanted his brother Philip's wife, so he wasn't going to give her up. So he wants to kill John the Baptist, but he's afraid of the people. And then we see him making a promise to his wife's daughter, and they use that to force Herod's hand to kill John the Baptist. So all through this, Herod looks like a very weak character. When Jesus hears about it, he goes to a desolate place. The idea, I think, is to get some quiet time, just him and his disciples. But that was not to be. The crowds chased him down and found him. And what a crowd it was. We read later, it's 5,000 men plus women and children, so a huge crowd. And Jesus has compassion for them and heals them, teaches them, and he doesn't want to send them away hungry. So he says, give them something to eat. They say, we don't have anything, just five loaves and two fish, which would have been maybe meal for two people. But he has everyone recline for eating. The way they ate in those days, they wouldn't pull their chairs up to a table. They would lay on the floor on their side and then eat with one hand. And so they all spread out, ready for some food. And we see Jesus praying and distributing the food. And not only is it enough, there are more leftovers than when they started. Twelve baskets. So then Jesus sends his disciples off and sends the people off, and he goes up to pray. He finally gets his quiet time, and he prays most of the night. So by the time he starts heading across the water to the disciples, who are having a hard time of it, they're struggling with a stormy sea. It's almost daybreak by the time he gets to them, the fourth watch. That lasted until 6 a.m., from 3 to 6 a.m. is the idea. So They've been struggling all night. Jesus has been praying all night, and he has strength to just walk on the water. So they're scared, but Peter speaks up and says, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And Jesus says, come on out. And he does. He walks on the water until he starts focusing on the water. So this whole chapter is a focus on Jesus and this one time when Peter takes his focus off of Jesus, he starts to sink. But we are focusing on the great power 
that Jesus shows here. So Jesus saves Peter, says he had little faith, which is why he was sinking. Faith is belief. In other words, he turned his faith away from Jesus and started to be afraid, looking at the seas and the storm. What could we accomplish if we focus on Jesus, have faith, and don't get worried by all the things of the world? Well, as soon as Jesus gets in the boat, the wind stopped, and the people in the boat worship him. Verse 33, they said, Truly, you are the Son of God. And now for a deeper dive. John the Baptist was a forerunner. Just like Moses and Elijah, they went before someone else. Moses was followed by Joshua. Joshua is actually the same name as Jesus. Joshua is just the Hebrew name, and Jesus is the Greek name, but they both mean Yahweh saves. Elijah was followed by Elisha. Elisha means God is salvation. All three of them lived in the wilderness. Moses wandered with the children of Israel in the wilderness for 40 years. Before that, he took care of sheep in the wilderness. Elijah spent a great deal of time in the wilderness. And John the Baptist did his preaching in the wilderness. All three were persecuted by kings, Pharaoh in the case of Moses, and Ahab in the case of Elijah. And in fact, actually, in the case of Elijah, it was more the wife of the king, Jezebel. And the same with John the Baptist. It was more the wife of Herod, Herodias. All three died east of the Jordan, outside the Promised Land. Now, we don't actually read about the place here, but Josephus, a historian who lived a little after this time, specified that John the Baptist was killed at Machaerus, a fort near the Dead Sea. All three died with their mission incomplete, leaving the job to their successor. Their successor always pointed to Jesus. Moses fed the Israelites with manna from heaven. Elisha miraculously fed 100 men in 2 Kings 4.42. A man came from Baal Shalisha and brought food to the man of God, first fruits, and 20 loaves of barley bread with ripe grain in his sack. He said, Give it to the people and let them eat. Then his servant said, How can I set this before a hundred men? He said, Give it to the people and let them eat. For thus Yahweh says, they shall eat and have some left over. So he set it before them, and they ate and had some left over, according to the word of Yahweh. So that was a miracle. Elisha fed a hundred men. Jesus fed five thousand men. Jesus is the fulfillment of all the forerunners. All eyes on Jesus. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.